Well, it is that time of the season. It's dark as fuck outside, and it's only three thirty. So, and we're we're crossing the United States again, kind of like we did in the Core of Discovery. Kind of like we did. Yeah. So, bring out the hooch. Yep. Dad has got a drink. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains, we flooded streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. You may notice I kind of sound like Bo. Uh, I've kind of lost my voice. Poop Attack, our band that hasn't played in fucking, what, four years or something? Five. We, uh, we were playing two shows at the Victory Lounge before it goes out of business, and uh, we just played on Friday. That meant that we had to like practice for weeks on end, and a lot of those practices Bo couldn't show up to because he was at work, so I ended up having to sing everything and play drums, and my almost blew my fucking voice out. It's not as easy as I make it look. No, not at all. And I don't make it look very easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the show was delightful. We got one more at the end of the year. So if you're if you're close to Seattle, come come to the Victory Lounge on New Year's Eve and this won't get air a fucking till taste. after that probably. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> you missed the show. If any you're too ta- slow, if asshole. any time travelers are listening, <laughs> I'm talking about you, Derek. Time chasers. Time chasers. Yeah, I'd watch a, that movie. That's a, it's a MST 3K classic. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, speaking of classics, uh, Will, you should open that thing over there with your name on it. There's like a piece of cardboard. It's a cardboard sandwich with Will's name on it. But there is something inside of it. I didn't. I'm not just going to give you a piece of cardboard with tape on it. Would you find a picture of Mountain Jack Pike? Close. Which guy? Wow. Oh yeah. It's a glossy Jodan black Baker. and white photo of Jodon Baker fist fighting a fucking dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Some kind of wolf dog hybrid. It'll it'll go right next to the picture of Jodon yeah. Baker holding a cat. Yeah. Kind of looks like uh And he's standing in front of like a Ford LTD, like a 70s it's LTD. A do- it's a Dodge. Oh, it's a Dodge? Yeah, I Dodge something with its eyes closed. I don't know what kind of Dodge had. He's not Polaris doing, or something. He's not faring well. In this fight, he looks like he's about he to He looks like he's about to get his shit, shit fucking tore up. Yes. I mean, that's, I guess, what you do. Is well, thank you. Oh, I also like how there's just people. It's autographed, too. I like yep. how there's people in the background just chilling. Like, this guy's, like, peeing on the fence. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, look at that. Dude, another day at the park. You don't see that every day. <laughs> Actually, we do. Joe, yeah, Joe yeah. comes down here every fucking Saturday. He always smells like liverwurst, and the dogs are right <laughs> on his ass. He's, like, drinking a lucky, lucky lick, or a lucky uh, lager. You know, Fucking Schlitz. fistful of brown, oh, Schlitz, that's br- right. Braunschweiger. Yeah. No, Will, Will every once in a while, not every once in a while, all the time, he'll text me a bow with like a link to something and you click on it and it's always some fucking weird ass shit on like eBay or something. But I was drunk as fuck and he sent me that and I was like, I'm buying it right now. There you go. <laughs> some of the Finally tricked you. <laughs> oh, should we threaten people? Sure. You know what else Tony bought on the internet <laughs> that he just distributed it to us? Yeah. Get ready come February because we got oh. more Mountain Jack Pike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> our our <laughs> ratings always take a dramatic dip. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because 
<laughs> we got to call. We got to call the listener population yeah, every once in a while. Dude, we got too many listeners, man. Hopefully, this one's not as atrocious as the last one, but I I don't hold out much hope for that. I, I hope for the term pendulous breasts. I'm sure there will be some pendulous and, and turgid, other. something turgid, maybe. Yeah, turgid, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Enough of that we'll, shit. We'll cross that bridge when we inevitably come to it. <laughs> come to it. Anyway, uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West Was Fucked. We haven't recorded in like two weeks because I got uh, COVID again. What were? We, yeah, why yeah. did you do that? Um, I and, and we had, thought it was cool, man. Um, shit, it, it was something with a train. We were doing, <laughs> we, were doing we, had, we had just finished digging a tunnel through a fucking mountain. It's in the Trans Am. Trans Am. Transcontinental Railroad. Yep. I just can't remember what, what part we're at. I think I think we ended with uh with the the Chinese guys blasting a hole in a fucking like finally getting that tunnel made, mm-hmm. and they're about to start hauling wholesale ass. Yep. Oh yeah, because they're no longer in the mountains and they can just fucking coast along like everybody else has been. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna let Will continue with the Comic Sans and lovely NPR dulcet tones of his voice. Well, yeah. Dulcet tones, even. <laughs> turgid tones. Oh, gross. <laughs> Uh, so November 3rd, 1867, the line was finished through the tunnels up in the Sierra Pass there, the Donner Pass. And the first train passed to you through, and at that time, the UP was getting into Wyoming. So the papers predicted that the railroad would be finished in 1870. Uh, the Secretary of Interior, Orville Hickman, uh, Browning, oh, that's three unfortunate names. <laughs> he, he must be a... Like an assassin or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he granted the CP line as far as Monument Point, Utah, just short of the Promontory Mountains, uh, just north of Salt Lake there. But Browning hated Durant, like any normal person would. So he left Utah open for either side. <laughs> I'm not going to pick favorites here, yeah. Yep. Uh, so the line was laid across Sherman Summit. This is the uh, UP coming coming west. The UP. Uh, at- is this what that Pixar movie is about? UP come home. I guess everybody calls it up, but it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, I see. it's UP, right? Right. No, it's a. Oh, we're going to talk Michigan. about the spite fence. That reminded me of the spite fence. Crocker is the the main construction guy in the on the CP. Uh, built the spite fence in San Francisco in the eighteen seventies. Fuck is the spite fence? Uh, we could show you pictures of it, but basically, it was Knob Hill wasn't Knob Hill until they built the cable cars and became knobs, and all the knobs moved there. All the big four. Mm. So uh, all these guys Breakfast, built mansions up there. Big four. Yeah. Why do they call them knobs? Is this like British slang? I mean, that means dick. Yeah, British right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it became super rich. So you can kind of see behind that mansion, there's another little, basically it was 40 feet high. And this, oh. this guy right next door wouldn't sell him his lot. He had just had a normal house. It's just some German immigrant. Oh, I see. Okay, so like, the rich guy's his... like, give me your fucking property. And he's yep. like, go fuck yourself. And well, so they built a fucking 40-foot 40, like, yeah, so prison wall around it. Basically, you couldn't even get any daylight in there Jesus or, or anything, which is important in 1870s. Yeah, yeah right. Crocker's Spite Fence. But, I mean, you could do a whole company called the Spite Fence Company. We mm-hmm. could do this for anybody. But good oh. thing the earthquake burned everything down. Hey, yep. good. Hey, earthquakes burned leveled, everything. Leveled the playing field. Yep. Also, you just mentioned up. It's like that little house in Ballard, which I think finally is gone now because the lady. Yeah, died. the holdout house. But I think they, she died because they built it like uh, they had to build a Trader Joe's, but she wouldn't sell her one little old house. 
They so built they built, built it around it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty fucking wild. I mean, I'll, everybody, I'll everybody calls that. it the Up House because supposedly part of the story of Up is based on that or some stupid shit. Okay, or maybe it just looks similar. Yeah. Everybody always calls it the Up House. It's interesting though. Like they built a like a six story fucking department store. It's in a, a C shape around that little tiny fucking house. Put it this Pretty way: awesome. I, I just drove past where it used to be, and it's it's, it's not no there. longer there. No, yeah. haha! But your dumb building's still shaped like a C, yeah. fucking. And the people that live idiot. in your dumb building and come out of your parking garage and need to be fucking beaten with a ball peen <laughs> hammer because they drive like fucking dipshits. So hey, I this morning, more 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 people for our, our uh, instant obedience school. Yep, not just for dogs anymore. <laughs> Must be the water in Ballard that turns you into the. The seventy-year-old. No, it's the fact that you've been living in Ballard since you were. I think it's time years that you're old. Seventy-year-old, nineteen forty. So yeah. Uh, April fifth, eighteen sixty-eight. The line was laid across the Sherman summit. Did I do that? That's eighty-two hundred feet. So that's the highest point in the whole line and in basically the whole world so far. And the choo-choo can save uh, save gas going downhill, right? That's hey, how that there works. You go. Yep. But when they or come the downhill, is Dale Creek. Now they had to build the highest bridge ever. Ooh. 126 foot, and the wood from the trestle had to come all the way from Michigan and milled in Chicago, then sent down the tracks. Well, at least they have a track to put it on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, by bridge then, is built out of pure cocaine. Oh, yeah. Highest bridge in the world. <laughs> uh, don't make any Casey Jones, so I have to play that dumb song. Driving that train, how cocaine, Casey Jones, you better Watch your speed, trouble ahead, trouble behind. But then the graders were near the Green River. The UP sent a man ahead to Salt Lake to convince Brigham Young to let him use Mormons to work on Weber Canyon. They still think they're going through Weber Canyon, yeah. but they're not. Still, the UP dealt with the Indians, though, because they didn't like this for some reason. Well, I thought you were going to say they're going to like, have Indians help them build the railroad. I've never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys that uh, have no permanent infrastructure or, you know, knowledge of metallurgy, you want to help us build this highest bridge ever that you don't want us to build in the first place? <laughs> They're pretty good at taking it apart, though. Yeah. yeah. Hard pass. Well, it's reverse engineering. <laughs> <laughs> so they were stealing stock and killing a few guys here and there. Basically, you know, just whoever would wander off to or, two or four here Wood and hops. there. But mostly the workers killed each other with the, to the drunken fights. Mm, oh, great. This is excellent fucking work environment. Just getting drunk and hurling dynamite at each other and hitting each other with pickaxes. <laughs> could you that's, imagine that's if, like, coming quick? Could yeah. you imagine if any other industry in in the world was like, yeah, you know, we got like twenty or thirty deaths a year, usually from uh, inner fighting. Yeah, yeah. There's just like fucking naked <laughs> knife fights in a six foot hole. I mean, like, well, okay. Sounds like the oil industry. Allison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took my tuna sandwich out of the fridge. God damn it! He's a fucking dead man. Uh, most of the Indian raids were committed by teenage boys. Yes. Uh, but most of the war parties by 1867 had stayed away because the army were, was out there with uh, guards and stuff well, and that, Springfields. And now they could scoot around a little quicker up and down the tracks. Mm-hmm. So. And they were kind of outgunned. They are kind of outgunned until maybe a few years from 1860s. They're still outgunned. It's 1870s. They, yeah, because you get all that surplus Civil War stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. those cartons of Bibles. Yep. Uh, 1870s locomotives got all sorts of safety improvements, like air brakes. I, I thought you were going to say airbags. 
I was like, bullshit. Oh, airbag brakes. Well, what kind of airbags are you talking? Like the ones that you put under your wheels to make your fucking... They quit doing hydraulics. No, I'm talking about like, oh, no, collision. And right, side curtain airbag. Like a fucking... Kapow. You a, just put your leather. toddler in front of your face so you... A leather <laughs> balloon comes shooting out of a cast oh, iron God. box. He was, killed, <laughs> he was killed by the fucking... Well, yeah, the, even the airbags today will break your fucking nose, well, wasn't but the, you won't die. There was that one company where they basically just would shoot shrapnel. I mean, yeah, there'd be an airbag, but it'd oh, be followed yeah. by like a bunch of like aluminum shrapnel right, or right. something. Uh, they also get automatic couplers, so people wouldn't lose their hands anymore when you'd have to get them together. And they went from iron to steel rails. Ooh. And from eight-wheel locomotives to ten. Ooh. How many of these old motherfuckers working on the railroad would be like, oh, these fucking young kids with their goddamn F- fingers? And- yeah, all their <laughs> fingers and hands and shit. <laughs> Back in my day, we had anti-safe glass. And shit would break by itself for no reason and slice your fucking head off. And they get snow plows with rotors. Ooh, Mr. Plow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. I'm assuming at some point there was like, what would we call it? Like, um, like shredded elk happening. Oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Sounds like a, is that a fucking shredded elk panini? <laughs> yeah. But accidents were so numerous they hardly got reported because boiler explosions were pretty common. Driving a bomb. Because the water that they put in was all alkali from the Wyoming desert, and oh, it so destroyed it, it and turned the trains all white. And it would be a while before they figured out a chemical process to, to even that out and probably just pour in some milk of magnesia or something. That's just Pepto, just big tanks of Pepto. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. That's what Joe Don Baker's always on the search for on that one movie where he's in Malta. It's just Pepto. He's just yeah. looking for Pepto Bismol. Yeah, that's right. He's going to eat his Captain Crunch with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that last night. Mm-hmm. A bowl of aspirin co- <laughs> covered in Pepto. Covered in Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Joe Don, what do your Joe Don eyes see? A beer can lay here, and part of a Twinkie. Uh, 1868, Doc paid out tons of dividends to himself and other credit mobilier holders. Mostly himself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's lucky. Uh, a man with 100 shares, that would have cost him $10,000. But at the end of the year, he would earn $28,000 in, in you know, just credit and dividends. That's 280% in a year, so that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, but that wasn't enough for Doc. He thought Dodge was getting all the credit for building the railroad because he actually deserved it and was doing yeah. it. Uh, he had Silas Seymour as yes man in his corner to challenge Dodge on everything and micromanage. Sil- Silas Seymour definitely sounds like a toady kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a grime a worm tongue kind of situation. So every every turn, uh, Silas would try to make the route longer, and of course Dodge would overrule him every time. But it's must get you know. Pretty tiring after a while yeah. dealing with all this bullshit. Then under the guys of trying to help Dodge, who had too many responsibilities, he gave Silas the same power as Dodge. Oh. And Durant wanted to be known as the guy who built the railroad. Fucking okay. Trump Tower. Yep. Oh, God. It doesn't pay his workers. In July, Grant, Sherman, and Sheridan all come to Laramie. Uh, Grant was running for president. They met with Dodge, who said he'd quit if Silas or any el- anybody else challenged him. So Grant got him to promise not to quit till the railroad was finished. Next day, Grant and Generals met with Durant and Seymour. Uh, Doc had the balls to go after Dodge, saying his routes were too long and he wasted time and money. Even though it's the opposite? Yep. Wow. And that Dodge ignored the sound judgment of Silas Seymour. Jesus Christ. This is like a... Basically, Silas Seymour is like fucking Roger Stone. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like when you hear, whenever you hear like a fucking... uh, well, some Republicans should be like, our left is a bunch of groomers. It's like, 
Oh yeah. shit! I know what you do, man. Yeah, I was just saying. Mm, so when do you? Yeah. when are your weird little photos? Pro- gonna projection. Move? Yeah. <laughs> now, protests too much. Yeah. And of course, Doc says that uh, Dodge has neglected his congressional duties, which was true because yeah. Dodge didn't even want to be elected in the first place. Uh, Grant turned to Dodge and asked, "Quote: Well, what are you going to do about this?" Dodge said, "Just this: If Durant or the UP or anyone in the government changes my lines, I quit." And that kind of shut everybody up. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Grant said, the government expects you to remain as chief engineer till it's completed. And then Doc thinks about it and mumbled, I withdraw my objections. Of course, I want Dodge to stay. Yeah. Of course. I <laughs> oh, wow. I don't, I'm noticing uh, Grant and uh, Rick and Sherman are getting annoyed. And yeah. I don't want to be. Cool, bro. You want to be stuck with all this by yourself? Uh, yeah. More like, fuck you. You want fucking William to come to Sherman to bitch yeah. slap you with him? <laughs> <laughs> so Dodge won that round, but he still has to deal with Durant this whole time. Uh, despite all this, the Casement brothers keep building west and with speed because it's Wyoming. There's nothing in the way. Mm-hmm. Antelopes. Yep. Uh, the end of uh, September, the lines were almost to the Green River. And that's when John Wesley Powell would use those tracks and start his expedition uh, the next year for the Grand Canyon. And uh, they averaged 2.3 miles a day, and one day they got eight miles. Wow, that's pretty Holy good. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Eight fucking miles. And they're just yeah. like, you know, like well, that was like a shit. dried lake bed or something. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's all right. Like, they didn't have to grade shit. Like, yeah, that, go. It, well, the, in this part of Wyoming where they're talking about, it's, you know, you're not digging through rock and shit. It's right. prairie-ish. Right. Just still, like, even walking eight miles in one day would be a fucking feat. Pussy. <laughs> uh, Secretary Browning got a three-man commission to look at the charges of the scandal, but they reported that the line was well-constructed and the line was mo- uh, was the most favorable. Of course, it was picked by Dodge and not Durant. Uh, by November, the hell on wheels was right at the Utah line. Sure that was raising some mm-hmm. ire of some yep. Latter-day Saint folks. They didn't like the gambling or the whoring. Or the general or having a fun. The they don't have to do it then. <laughs> or the music. Or the. <laughs> <laughs> what was the line from a uh, uh, basketball? Soon it was commonplace for entire teams to change cities in search of greater profits. The Minneapolis Lakers moved to Los Angeles, where there are no lakes. The Oilers moved to Tennessee, where there is no oil. The Jazz moved to Salt Lake City, where they don't allow music. The Oakland Raiders moved to L.A. and then back to Oakland. No one in Los Angeles seemed to notice. Uh, the Casements wanted to get to Salt Lake before it started to snow. Yep. To win the race in spring 1868, Doc wired Brigham Young. He told Young to basically name your price and we'll get her done. And I'll pretend like I'm going to pay you that. When you said he wired him, I'm just imagining him like hooked up to like electrodes, like tied to a fucking, you know, bed, bed, uh, spring mattress or whatever. Like, like the, Rambo 2? Yeah, like Rambo 2. <laughs> we wired him. <laughs> okay. Give me the workers, you fuck. Uh, from Echo Canyon to Salt Lake is 54 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're to be done by November, and there's plenty of young Mormons ready to work because grasshoppers had ate all the crops. No, eat the fucking grasshoppers. Mm-hmm. Learn from the indigenous people. That's right. You get your Take the crops back. From the grasshoppers. Yeah. Yep. One crunchy little body at a time. <laughs> uh, within a few days, 4,000 showed up, Bullshit. and a rumor that 10,000 would be needed. And that year, Mormon converts show uh, continued to show up, taking the new train, and most came from the UK. These are a lot of the Mormons that actually had a little the bit money. of money. Yeah, that's Mostly what, because when you were first talking the about American that, Mormons got, you know, basically just moved dispos- out, well, they dispossessed got of fucking everything. annihilated and chased. Yep. <laughs> 
Uh, but Dodge visited Salt Lake that summer and told Young that the line would not go through Salt Lake, but through Ogden. And this pissed off Brigham Young. Yeah. But Dodge was a man of such strength of character that he got his way, even above the god of his religion, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even Young even went to his tabernacle and denounced Dodge. And he said that a road couldn't be built without Mormon help. Yeah, I wouldn't speak that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Young approached the CP about building through Salt Lake, but their surveyors agreed with Dodge too. The line had to go through Ogden. You picked an unlivable hellhole to build your giant city in, and there's no fucking way that we're gonna, <laughs> we're supposed to refill the uh, the boilers on the uh, steam. You know, powered with thing fucking with, salt, with salt water. water. Nah. Because, you know, the, the, the uh, what you call the alkaline water is doing so good. Let's, yeah, right. let's see what the fucking... Mm-hmm. Do you want your train station to explode? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you want? So Dodge just tells Brigham Young to build their own spur line to Salt Lake City. There you go. There you go. Which is what they did. Yep. Uh, Young finally accepted that. By June, the Mormons were working. Dodge was impressed by their workers because they were drunk assholes. Yeah. <laughs> they were sober assholes. Yep. Uh, now they got to do the tunnels in Echo Canyon, and they used nitro. Yeah. It's actually pronounced Echo Canyon, Echo Canyon. Echo Canyon, Echo Canyon. <laughs> uh, the CP didn't want to be left behind. They sent Stanford to Salt Lake City to get the Mormons working on their grade, but the UP beat them there. Uh, finally, in the fall, he got Young to agree to grade from Ogden West to Monument Point. The two railroads went after the other side's uh, workforce is driving up the wages, so they're playing them against each other. Driving up the wages? Mm-hmm. Wow. If they're hiring them from each other. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that's, that's actually kind of the ideal situation for the yeah, actual no workers. Mm-hmm. The fucking workers market. Uh, by the fall, the two companies were grading next to each other. Like racing neck and neck? Well, yeah, they're just digging next to each other in opposite directions. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine them like staring at each other with shovels and exactly, shit. Exactly, like, like side by side both. What's up, fuckface? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah? Oh, you, what you do is you just throw dirt into their lane. <laughs> into their hole. Yep. <laughs> It's, it's going to get worse than that. Oh, God. Don't worry. Well, it's a bunch of fucking assholes with, like, nitroglycerin and shit, too, so mm. dynamite. <laughs> yeah, about, about yeah. As close. You, you see what's coming. Oh, about no. as cl- close to a superhero battle as you can really oh, have. Oh, dude, this is going to be, like, some spy versus spy shit. I yep. can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Stanford even moves his headquarters to Salt Lake City. Mostly, he just wants to spy on the UP, and he wants to convince the Mormons to start work in Ogden and then go west for him and to make Ogden the meeting place. Even though the government hasn't chosen a meeting place yet. So basically, they've just got Mormons building little spur lines in all directions, like a, some spider. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, by December 1868, the CP had graded two-thirds of the way from Monument Point to Ogden. Though at the Promontory Mountains, uh, they still had to work there and blast and fill a cut over those mountains. Uh, the CP also used, co- uh, used codes while telegraphing to fool the UP. <laughs> It's like World War II yeah. shit. John has a large mustache. <laughs> the chair is against the wall. They hire some fucking uh, uh, Navajo. the Navajo to <laughs> send messages and shit. And, of course, the grasshoppers were so thick since they ate everybody's crops. Uh, when the trains did come through, uh, it, they had trouble stopping because of all the grasshopper yeah, juice. Squishy. Yep. Oh, great. When you said grasshoppers were so thick from eating all the crops, I imagine a grasshopper with like a huge ass. And just like well, thick, yeah, they just kind, thick kind thighs. Of, oh, yeah, and, yeah. They, they were all all about that base. Kyle fact, fuck, was Kyle this, fuck this was one of those situations where it turned into a plague of locusts? Was that one of those years? Where you're blasting Probably, shotgun yeah. holes in Sounds the sky? Like it anyway. Yeah, and, and it to no avail. Yeah. They're just going to keep coming. Because I know there was, 
a thing where, uh, you know how, like, you go out to North Dakota and there's, like, herring gulls and, like, other seagulls just like there is out here? They're mountain gulls, And dude. you're like, why? Why are they here? Well, apparently they followed the, they were eating locusts, made it across the Rockies, and then mm-hmm. some of them just never found their way yeah. back. No, that we, 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 we covered that when uh, yep. Poop Attack went to fucking uh, North, North Dakota. Dakota. Bo, Bo told us that fact, and then we just called them mountain gulls from then on. Yep. Well, that and you'd see them. I mean, they mostly hang out by the garbage dump. Yeah. Or they'll come out of nowhere if you're at Lake Sakakawea and you, like, kill a skipjack, which anytime mm-hmm. you pull a skipjack off a hook, they just die, no matter how gently you do it. And they, <laughs> and they float. And you'll, you know, you'll be out on this lake. You can't see a bird anywhere. But that fish will float to the surface. And within, like, two minutes, like, three or four gulls will manifest out of nowhere. Good and Lord. be fighting over it. Just NPCs well, fucking and, beaming down. Well, last time I did that shit, it was two seagulls fighting over the thing, and all of a sudden... A fucking pelican just came out of goddamn nowhere. And like, <laughs> That'll surprise you. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> I remember uh, this is, uh, well, one time Mr. Bonkers caught a seagull. So oh. that was interesting. Who? Oh, yeah. Didn't he like hook it in the foot? <laughs> Did you or live something? with a clown? Yeah. No, this- Mr. Bonkers is, uh, that where's Jamie lives in where? Uh, Wyoming. Uh, Casper. Oh, yeah. Casper, yeah. But um, another Dickinson guy, uh, renowned for drives like a screaming bat out of hell i've had some of the most terrifying mm-hmm. rides in any car with that man yeah oh yeah. and i would it, not get in a fucking car with a dude named well, mr bonkers well and then he requests to have mariah carey played in the car then he uh <laughs> then he just throws a fit in the back seat and just rolls around like a screaming screaming monkey baby all i want for christmas <laughs> is you there you go everybody stuck anyway. in your head now mm-hmm but I I was forced to hear that song uh, a few days ago, and I can't get it out of my fucking head. Uh, I yeah, I'll give you a sample of my fucking Christmas list that I'm building for the bar. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But right after you left, uh, the uh, William Shatner and uh, Henry Rollins one came. Oh, out. I still have yet to hear that. It's it's, it's cool. Is it all spoken word? No, it's pretty much Henry Rollins and just kind of William Shatner like egging him on. In the background, <laughs> he's like, yeah, what? Okay, he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Dashing through the snow on the one horse open sleigh, or the fields we go laughing all the way. Belt on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing the sleighs on tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Is that a thing? Because <laughs> <laughs> this timeline. I'm, I am so imagining a rap video from the 90s with like Henry Rollins and then like fucking yeah, William Shatner's behind him. I don't like, know if there's a video. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm sure yeah. he's all flavor flavor. Okay. Flavored. Okay. <laughs> My favorite song is the dogs barking jingle bells. But well, of course. I, I never listen to that during Christmas. I just blast it, it all the time. Yeah. yeah. How the West was fucked will be right back. Hi, I'm Bob Vila with my great 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 granduncle Poncho, and we've got a horse story for you. This episode will be a real equine makeover. Join us as we solve the issue of side fumbling by way of the duplex rabbit plane to the coop, withers, and fetlock. Also, sofer crunion motion of the beast will be controlled by something you may not expect a shingle fro. Finally, we'll address the problem of cyanosoil deceneration by treating the ergot, pastern, and gaskin with ADSE. 
So join me, Bob Vila, on This Old Horse with my great-great-great-great-granduncle, Poncho, tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, from Sequoia and Swagger. But Dr. Ant was worse than grasshoppers. (laughs) That's a sick bird. (laughs) He was slow, unwilling, or unable to pay Brigham Young, who kept telegraphing him over and over without reply. Eventually, he warned Durant that the men would be walking off the job, and Brigham Young himself had to put up uh, 50000 of his own money to pay the men, but that wasn't even close to covering the costs. That's right. So he, he invented Christ books. Mm-hmm. Uh, Durant said he put $100,000 in an account for Young in New York. Uh, Young said he had already written checks for that amount and was still another $130,000 in, in, in the rears in debt. In the rears? In the rears. Oh, rears. <laughs> okay. Uh, this problem would continue into 1869 and beyond. Nice. Uh, Crocker promised the CP would build a mile a day. Uh, Collis Huntington thought he could do better. Uh, make it as fast and cheap as possible in order to get paid. And if it washed out, you just rebuild it. Mountain Jack Pike's favorite kind of prostitute. Mm-hmm. Fast and cheap, baby. <laughs> Uh, the wood snow sheds wouldn't be all finished until 1869, and of course that cost them a lot of money. Those are the sheds they built to keep all the snow in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. And then they would catch fire from the locomotives, too, <laughs> all, all oh, the time. Oh, spitting shar- uh, sharks? Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spitting sharks. <laughs> spitting sparks everywhere? Shitting sharks. Butt <laughs> <laughs> sharks. That, that definitely sounds like... Man. An episode of River Monster? Man, my dad was so mad, he was shitting sharks. So they had 37 miles of uh, the woodsheds, or snowsheds, and they had to be soaked with water at all times. So there's just somebody living out there. Peeing on it. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking a bunch of Coors Light. Wait, how do you do that? <laughs> they don't have fucking water pressure and hoses and shit, right? Well, you just like scooping buckets of water there's and just mountains, dumping them? Mountains got trickles of water a lot of times. But you don't have a hose that you can just... No, but you have Johnny with a bucket, like you were just saying. Good Lord, that sucks. What a mm-hmm. shitty fucking job. Have you really heard of many jobs in the 1800s that weren't kind of shitty, except for, like, cattle bearing? God, dude. But later, eventually, they all moved to concrete. I don't know how Washington? Yep. yep. Oh, shit. Uh, the bill said the companies could grade 300 miles in front of the track, and they would be paid two-thirds of it before the track was laid if they had a grade. But the track had to be continuous. Uh, not a problem from the UP, but it was for the CP, because they have all those mountains to mm-hmm. cross. So they have a bunch of gaps, mostly near the summits of places, and snow kept them from laying the track. Uh, finally, in June 1868, the line was open from Sacramento to Reno. Now the CP could make some money shipping uh, stuff to Nevada. In July, they had to stop following the Truckee River and cross the Great Desert until they get to the Humboldt Sink. That's basically 100 miles of, of uh, western Nevada there, not too far from Burning Man, probably. I thought something dramatic was going to happen with that. Nope, he just finished the rest of his coffee I'm dramatically. To, I'm trying to, but this pathetic ass, soggy piece of limp noodle dick fucking paper straw bullshit is hindering my efforts. Just take the lid off and chew all the ice. Just, oh, just gut it like a fucking seagull. I mean, they even look gross. Yeah. Oh god. No, it's like you're drinking through a tampon. <laughs> kind of are. You gonna eat it? the fuck it's like trying to get all the coffee out of the straw it's it's soaked in yeah it looks like it's been in poop (laughs) it does (laughs) coffee enemas it looks like my daughter made that straw out of like notebook paper or something probably did well probably somebody the same age as your daughter (laughs) yeah totally 
So the CP is going across that uh, desert in Nevada there, uh, 100 miles of it, without any trees or any water. So they had to dig a lot of whales, and most of them were dry. A lot of whales? Whales. I dig these whales, bro. And the CP had problems with their Chinese workers because many leave because they were afraid of Indians that were 25 foot tall. What? Sure. And mm-hmm. snakes that were big enough to eat them. The fuck who, who the fuck is some of this shit? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking, the, the white guy that's in charge, Indians. he's like, yeah, it's like 25 foot. No, it's like, it's the Chinese Alex Jones. It's, it's at night, like, you know, some right. Paiute guy crawls into camp and says, hey guys, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I think you're cool. I'm going to warn you. Uh, another 10 miles down the track, you're going to run into some cannibalistic, uh, Natives that are 25 feet tall. Oh, yeah. Uh, trust me, my friend found some in a yeah, cave. Yeah. That's why we don't go out there. I wouldn't go out there. Now, don't tell the white guys this. But, yeah. Leather clad, hot fucking daddies yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's finally fl- uh, flat for the CP, going only 1,000 foot in 2,000 or 275 miles, not 2,000 miles. What? 1,000 foot gain in, two, in almost 300 miles. 1,000 flat. Oh, 1,000 foot elevator. Yeah. I got you. Flat. So you, now they you average were just fucking diarrheaing numbers out of your mouth there for a second. <laughs> just think uh, Hank Hill's ass. It's that flat. Wow, that's flat. <laughs> I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. So they average uh, a mile and a half a day. Uh, by the end of October, the line was at Winnemucca. Mac. Uh, by the end of the year, the CP had built 362 miles of track. And by the end of the year, both railroads were on the verge of entering Utah. Ooh, Ooh. They're edging. Mm-hmm. And about Is that like raising Arizona, entering Utah. <laughs> I'm in you. Can you feel it? Yeah. <laughs> Not through this special underwear. <laughs> about two thirds of the grain had already been done in Utah, next to each other, going opposite directions. Uh, Doctor Rant had spent way too much money to get across Nebraska and Wyoming, and promised a whole bunch of money to bring him young. It was not possible for the company to sell enough stocks or bonds to cover all its costs. It owed $10 million. Which in those days was... Basically infinity? Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> in December 1868, Credit Mobilier pulled, uh, paid out $3 million in dividends. In the total for the year, it paid out uh, $12.8 million in cash and $4 million in stock uh, options. Something's fucky. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are making so much fucking money, but, the, but they're in but so the much other debt. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. the, ra- the railroad is made out of like plywood and right. you know, cardboard and shit. It's like the town from uh, Blazing Saddles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Brigham Young was kind of mad for some reason. Shocking. <laughs> he still kept after Durant to pay the three quarters of a million dollars that he owed him. He should chill out. I mean, Jesus has a plan for everything, so mm-hmm. he'll figure it out. January 1869, the North American Review printed a story by Charles Francis Adams, who is the grandson and great-grandson to the presidents. There's oh. two different Adams presidents. Oh, and it's, right. and it's not like Charles Adams, Charles Adams. Like, you know, Adams family, Charles Adams. Oh. <laughs> uh, the article was titled The Pacific Railroad Ring. And its target was the Credit Mobilier. <gasps> Something is fucky in the railroad. <laughs> Only seven of the 91 stockholders were in Congress. <laughs> Still too many. And two of them were Dodge and Ames. But what mattered most was that Credit Mobilier was not paying their contractors, subcontractors, or workers, but paying their stockholders huge profits. Mm. That sounds fucking familiar and adams wouldn't be the last guy to go after the up even though the cp was doing a little bit of this too uh the cp had its own problems paying bills uh because they wanted to get to echo canyon before the up 
Uh, more realistically was to get to Promontory Point before the UP. The CP got some of its flack from the UP. Oh, from the UP uh, scandals. So oh, they're, right. So they're, you know, that's why they burn all their books at the end. Right. Spoiler alert. But the big four held all their shares in the construction company secretly. Uh, their books wouldn't stand uh, the charge of bribery either. Collis Huntington, when he visited D.C., had tons of money and left. When he left, he had a lot less. And the bills magically passed after that. Mm, weird. Uh, both sides were short of material. Uh, the CP still had to bring everything by ship. Uh, the CP heard casement built 4.5 miles in a day. So Strobridge got six miles done in a day. So Casement gets his guys up at 3 a.m., and by lantern light, they get eight miles done Jesus a day. Jesus Christ. It's just a dick-measuring contest. That's right? ridiculous. And it's all motherfuckers. Oh, These guys yeah. are like, so uh, can I get my paycheck? I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, later, man, later. Just Tell you what, instead of a paycheck, how about we get up uh, four hours early this morning? Yeah. Huh? You want to keep whining about your paycheck now? <laughs> uh, both sides work through the winter. By mid-January in Nevada, the temp was 18 below and stayed that way for a week. Uh, by the end, the ground was frozen solid two foot deep. Shovels were kind of useless, so black powder was used just to break up the dirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's take a break, man. So at spring, when it melted, the track went down. And Into mud. Mud. And then snow slides wiped out trestles in the Sierras, too. The UP blew up the frozen ground, too. In February, storms stopped services and marooned almost 800 people in Wyoming. Jesus. Uh, Dan Casement set out uh, from Echo Canyon to rescue him with a big plow. Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. But he found some cuts full of 25 foot of snow. Not big enough plow. And he could move only five miles a day at best. He and some others decided to walk to Laramie, 75 miles away, and almost died. And after three weeks, they get that train moving. Uh, 1869, the graders from each side were working as close as 200 yards from each other, going the opposite directions. The mostly Irish UP threw dirt clods at the CP's Chinese. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When that didn't work, they attacked them with axe handles. Jesus. Woof. But the Chinese had the audacity to fight back. So the Irish would set off charges close to the Chinese and not tell them when they were going to go off. Uh, several Chinese were hurt. Uh, Dodge ordered him to stop it, but he was ignored. One of those things where I wish the stereotypes were more true, like uh, like all the Chinese guys just fucking know kung fu and just oh my god, what a fucking movie! Ass. What a fucking movie that would be! Just like <laughs> kung fu hustle that shit. Yep. Oh god, well, they're still waiting for David Carradine to come there and teach him. Teach him. Yep. Oh god, fuck. <laughs> god damn it. Uh, a day later, the Chinese set off a charge that buried a few Irish alive, but that was the end of the war. They kind of learned after that. The UP men struck for, oh, the UP guys go on strike for $3.50 a, a day, and they got it, and they got double pay on Sundays. Holy Ooh. shit. Uh, the Mormons would get $5 a day and $10 on s Sundays. Jesus. Uh, of course, they wouldn't get paid for it, but they yes. agreed to it. <laughs> the bosses are just like, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, everyone gets an airplane and fucking $2 yeah, yeah, million. Yeah. Dollars. Get, fine, fine, fine. Just go back to work. Durant and Dodge were still fighting with each other. February 3rd, uh, Doc wired Dodge and told him to inform him of anything he did before issuing orders. Oh, though, just micromanaging from Super mm -hmm. Duper. Though Dodge had the president of the company, too, Ames, in his in his corner, and the confidence of uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Durant wanted U Dodge removed. Ulysses? Ulysses. And back in New York, Durant's bankers were demanding money. Uh, Collis Huntington, Huntington went to D.C. to secure the line from Ogden to the Promontory Mountains. Dodge and Ames brothers went to D.C. to block him. 
Then Secretary Browning said, uh, I'll hold off on the decision and wait for a special committee to decide on yeah, the best route. Yeah, there you go. Saved by, saved by Take, bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing these guys like literally like arriving in D.C. at the same time. It's like one of those movie chase scenes where like the guys are like parkouring over shit and like, <laughs> you know, pushing over, I don't know, uh, filing cabinets in each other's way and they have right. to jump over it and, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> So Ames goes to meet with uh, Collis Huntington and asks him just to split the difference, but that would put it west of Promontory, which they didn't like. So Huntington told him to go fuck himself. Huntington said Ogden should be the meeting point, and Ames told him to fuck off. Fuck me. Fuck Fuck you. But the CP was slowed by the lack of supplies coming from San Francisco. Uh, End of February, the CP was 144 miles from Promontory. The UP was 66 miles from it. But the Johnson administration was coming to a close, and everybody avoided the issue until Grant's administration would come in. Whoa, Lyndon B. Johnson was already president? Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Yeah. We should play the clip of him complaining about I the, was just the just lack of crotch. Rod, Rod's up behind my, in my team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you call his dick? The whale? I don't know. He would, like, show it to people? It's yeah. the whale. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, when I gained a little weight, they cut me under there, so leave me. Uh, you never do have much margin there. But see if you can't leave me about an inch from the, where the zipper ends, uh, round uh, under my back of my bunghole. All right, then. So I can let it out there if I need to. Uh, Huntington got 2.4 million in bonds before Grant took over, mostly because he kept harassing people. Uh, he said he wouldn't leave for two weeks, so that's basically how he gets it done just by hounding people. Being a petulant little shit. But then Grant suspends all payouts for the time being. But two weeks later, the UP had laid track into Ogden. The CP was still 184 miles away from Ogden, though they already had the money to build Ogden. They were already paid for it. Oh. So they actually paid for something. Yep. Wow. And I guess they decided on Ogden. The UP owed $5.2 million in loans. It owed its contractors and workers $4.5 million. Good Lord. Uh, the Mormons had completed their grading and now expect to be paid in full, and Durant just ignores them. <laughs> uh, Doc Durant wired Dodge, you have largely overestimated the amounts due to contractors. It is my duty to suspend you as chief engineer. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Dodge had met with Grant before the his inauguration. I'm sure it was well attended. Uh, Grant told Dodge that there was evidence of great swindle uh, at at the UP in Weber Canyon. As soon as Grant was president, he had ordered the railroad's reorganization, and Dodge then gave orders the next board meeting that Durant would be voted out March 10th. Between that, James Fisk, the P.T. Barnum of Wall Street, bought six shares of UP stock for two hundred. That's never good. Nope. That's, I was going to say that's exactly <laughs> what Wall Street needs is a fucking P.T. Barnum. He's got like a he's got like stock traders portfolio guys like just chained to fucking uh, inside cages yeah. and shit. <laughs> Behold, here's the bear and the bull, and they're fucking each other. Yeah, right. Behold, a lawyer. So he only buys six shares of stock for two hundred forty dollars, but he was working with Durant. No. Uh, he previously worked with Jay Gould and Boss Tweed and helped them steal the Erie Railroad from Cornelius Vanderbilt. Ooh, Erie Railroad, boo! <laughs> ghost train. So now he is after the UP. Where's my ghost train? Somebody stole it, man. <laughs> so this Fisk guy, the P.T. Barnum of Wall Street. Wilson, he, Wilson Fisk, mm-hmm. the kingpin. 
he said he had been paid his dividend on his shares, and he claimed that he wasn't paid because Credit Mobilier was sucking up all the profits of the UP, which they were doing, but it was Toronto was doing it. Then he got Jar- uh, Judge George Barnhart. I thought you were going to say Jar Jar being so I hard. Thought, I thought you were going to say Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> He was the same judge that helped him steal the Erie Railroad Eerie. Uh, to declare the UP bankrupt and put a receivership in charge, and that re- happened to be the boss Tweed's son, William Jr. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Fisk got an order to have sheriffs break, uh, break into the UP meeting on March 10th with warrants for the directors. The ED-209 uh, shows up, too. Yeah. You have 12 <laughs> seconds to comply. <laughs> Railroad man, you have been, been right. accused of being corrupt. Mr. Kenny, walk up there. <laughs> so Oaks Ames claimed congressional immunity and snuck out. I claim banker. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I claim immunity. But his brother Oliver was arrested and had to post a $20,000 bond. And this was going to be the meeting where they voted out Dr. Durant. This oh, one. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Oh, no. <laughs> but the papers couldn't help be on, on Fisk's side because everybody knew that the UP was corrupt, as well as the credit mobilier. Uh, but all the directors of the UP knew that Durant was behind it. Uh, the UP appealed to Congress, but it took them another other month to take it up. Wow. It's a worst kept secret in crime. Mm-hmm. But they're not exactly trying to be fucking sneaky. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. So strike first before you get put in jail is the... Short strike story. for like go on strike or you, you mean like the Cobra Kai? Yeah, strike yeah. first, strike, strike hard. hard, strike with your Sweet lawyers. Leg. Yeah, own the sheriff. <laughs> I think that's what he said, right? <laughs> In the movie, yeah. Uh, out west, both companies were working at building a bridge over the Bear River. Uh, the UP got theirs done first, April seventh, and they were fifteen miles west of Monument Point. But they had to build up the Promontory Mountains. The CP had already got up the other side and made a huge fill. The UP built a trestle over the spot and would fill it in later, but the trestle was flimsy as hell because they built it as cheap and quick as possible. Oh, we'll fill it in later. It's yep. fine. Uh, March 23rd, Fisk got an order from the judge, uh, Judge Bernard, for Tweed Jr. to break into the safe at the UP. He came in with deputies armed with chisels and sledgehammers. It took hours, but they found that most of the files were taken out of the safe by Durant. And then they didn't pay the guys that actually broke into the, to the safe. safe. Of course not. Yeah. In Congress, friends of the CP accused the UP of being crooked, along with the congressman who owned the stock. Should have had a V8. But the UP had its defenders, including General Sherman's brother, who was also involved in all that. But uh, if they pressed too hard, they might actually start investigating the CP, and they didn't want that either. (laughs) Uh, April 9th, Dodge met with Huntington and D.C. Both companies had reason to compromise soon. Because they're both fucked. Yep. Uh, Huntington said the CP would buy the UP track from Ogden to Promontory for four million if they ref- you don't have fucking four million. No, they don't. If they refused, the CP would just build its own line. Uh, Dodge argued, but eventually gave in, so the roads would meet in Ogden. So that's how they figured this out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that evening in the Senate, they voted to have the roads end in Ogden. The UP shall build to Promontory Summit, but then sell to the CP, and the race was over. April 10th, the UP stopped grading west of the summit. Five days later, the CP stopped. The UP still had to build a last leg, which would be the CP's, but had no money to pay its men anyway. Wait, so the UP has to build the CP's chunk of fucking uh, of rail? Mm-hmm. And then sell it to them. 
God. Despite Fisk's fuckery, Ames managed to get the headquarters out of New York to Boston. As soon as they left, Doc Durant rented the offices, but he didn't get much because all the files were already taken out. So this is... <laughs> Fucking great. Fantastic. So one of the lawyers, Louis Dent, he let the board know that he still expected to be retained as counsel for the UP. It's Harvey Dent's uh, great-great-grandpa. Right. He was getting paid $10,000 a year and another 10000 for his partner. Dent was also Grant's brother-in-law. His brother was now Grant's military sec- secretary. Uh, Dodge said he'd give him $500. It's just like a constant bidding war over fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's all people that are like, well, I'm going to buy this from you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to buy this from you. And, like, none of them have the fucking capital <laughs> yeah, to do yeah. it. <laughs> just, like, swinging their fucking dumb dicks around. Uh, Dent complains and gets word back uh, from Ains not to make enemies in that direction, and Dent was retained for $10,000 a year. Just as the UP was finishing, it was on the verge of collapse. Of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> but settlers are already using the railroad. <laughs> And taking a wagon for the stretch without the railroad, uh, or, you know, just in between. In April 1869, the 12th Infantry did the same, going to the Presidio in San Francisco. The what? Presidio. What's that? It's like a military base thing. It's a national monument or national park Mm -hmm. now? Yeah, it's right by Golden Gate. Yeah, right by Golden Gate Bridge. Okay. The Presidio. Yeah. Cool. There's even a movie called that with... uh, Sean Connery. Yep. Cool. Which is... Also called Zardoz. Yeah, so That's the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> the gun is good. The gun is the good. The penis is evil. The penis shoots seeds and makes new life to poison the earth with a plague of men. There was also there was also like a Sean Diaper Connery. <laughs> I can't remember if it was like I think it was maybe a Rainbow Six or. Either Rainbow Six or like a Call of Duty, like oh, it's like one of multiplayer them. map. Sure, Presidio. Cool. All right. Is it like a dome or something? No, it's like a, just a pocket. It's like uh, Fort Lawton out here, and only slightly nicer. Okay, mm-hmm. it's just an interesting. It's not called like Fort Presidio. It's just called mm-hmm. the Presidio. Presidio. Yeah. The it, fuck does that word mean? I don't fucking it's probably know. Probably Spanglish of some sort. Anyway, you could see that from the uh, Knob Hill, but not if you had a forty-foot fence around your house. Yeah. <laughs> In Spanish, it means a garrisoned place. Okay. So, so it's just yeah, fort. the fort. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, April 27th, the CP had 14 miles to go. The UP had nine, but they were still still working on that dumb trestle. Uh, Crocker offered a bet to Dr. Rant, saying that the CP would lay 10 miles in one day. Knowing full well he had no money to actually pay off. Yep. Uh, Durant was so sure that they couldn't, he accepted. That day, the locomotive ran off the track after two miles were laid. Suicide. So the CP would try for the record the next day. The, the train got sick of all their bullshit. <laughs> it's like, I give up. Thomas, the tank engine, just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Where's all that fucking alkali water? Yeah. Damn it, they filled me with the good shit. I'm going to have to tip over sideways. So the next day, they try. Uh, before sunrise, uh, officials arrived with a watch, along with Dr. Rand to laugh at Crocker if oh. they didn't make it. God, somebody just shoot him. (laughs) (laughs) At 7.15 a.m., they started, and everybody was into it. At 1.30, the CP had laid six miles of track. Then they had lunch. Uh, Strowbridge had a reserve band of men waiting to finish, but the men who started wanted to continue. By 7 p.m., the CP had made 10 miles and 56 feet. That was the record, never before or since. So that's 240 feet in 75 seconds. Wow. 
3,520 reels, 25,800 ties, 28,160 spikes. This all weighed 55,000 pounds, or maybe tons. That yeah, it's got to be Yeah, tons. that's yeah. 55. Otherwise, yeah, tons. that is a model railroad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 14,080 bolts. Yep. Mm-hmm. God damn, in one fucking day? Well, they're motivated now. That's insane, dude. <laughs> it's that, like it's like when you like, like you're drumming and you get all tired and you speed up. Oh yeah, they know they're getting near the end. So yeah, yeah. They, it's like just get it over with, man. No, I just I'm imagining like somebody in the fucking like camp is just like cooking something over a fire at night, you know. Before you know, you got to wake up in three hours, man, and just get this shit going. So he's like, ancient Chinese secret. I invented meth. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Dan Casement of the UP wanted to prove that his men could do it, so he asked Durant to tear up some track to let him try. Oh, God. But he didn't. And of course, Doc- that would be fucking stupid. stupid. Do you think Doc ever paid Crocker for the bet? I doubt it. Nope. April 30th, the CP finished at the final Promontory Summit. That's 500 miles from their Donner Lake Pass there. And a year and a half it took him to do it, but the UP still had to finish their trestle over the, that river there. So the date was set for May 8th for the meeting of the two lines, and the camps start to break up and guys start going home. Because they know they're not getting paid. <laughs> Fuck this shit, man. Yep. Yeah. May 6th, Durant and UP Director John Duff, of Duff Man. Duff, yep. Ooh, Duff Man. Yeah, that's swell. Duff wholeheartedly supports the designated driver program. Now, who wants to party? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were riding the UP train up to the ceremonies. They were at the Wyoming-Utah line at Piedmont when bullets zinged past the train and it had to stop because ties were piled on the railroad line. Mm, shit. And Seems a mob like- of 300 surrounded the train and Doc's car was unhitched and ties removed and the locomotive was told to move on without Durant. Yeah. So- <laughs> hello, Mr. Durant. We'd like to talk to you about uh, our paychecks. Oh, hell yeah, yep. dude. Hell yeah. This is like, have you seen Thank You for Smoking? Oh, yeah. Where they fucking throw his, they like abduct him and slap nicotine patches all over him in the van. Yeah. That's fucking great, dude. So they held uh, Durant and Duff hostage until they get (laughs) (laughs) $200,000. Not good enough, but fucking whatever we can get. Uh, Durant patted his pockets and said he didn't have it on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oop, oop, left it in my other pants, man. Uh, He was taking. You have other pants? He was, taken to a, <laughs> he was taken to a telegraph office where he wired Ames Western for the money. Western fucking union. Yeah. But, um, we have a situation out here at the end of the line. Hey, boys, this is an IOU. That's just as good as money. <laughs> yep. That there, that's that's for a whole railroad. Like, this, is, this is railroad credit. That's a lot. It's a lot of... Would you take Christ bucks? No! <laughs> fuck you! But Ames doesn't wire him the money. He just tells the uh, infantry in Fort Bridger to oh, go to go get him. Damn it, dude. What the fuck? What is it with this shit? The fucking railroad just got done striking current day. Yeah, and they're getting for, fucked. For uh, like a couple extra fucking sick days. Some sick days. Yeah, just Any some sick, sick days, days. Some sick days. And they, like, fucking government told them, like, fuck you, go back to work. Wow. Too big to so fail. So it's like... Yeah, it's like, uh, can we just get paid for the work we fucking did? No. Uh, send in the military. Send in the yeah, military. Yeah. Oh, ooh, sedition. Oh, oh, oh god. Yeah. Oh. Good it's god. Rich. This is it, fucking same shit well, with uh, means, what, what, what was what was the the minor one? The yeah, col- that's what I was just gonna yeah. say. Well, it's not just uh, which one did we do? Uh, the fucking 
the Col- was it Colorado? Colorado? In Colorado, yeah, it was like Colorado. the Cold Creek Massacre. Is that what it's called? The, uh, with that stupid armored car death, death uh-huh. like what it was the death machine or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, the death buggy or whatever the fuck it was called. Whatever, no, it yeah, was, the the death machine. But it was for like security purposes, and right. it's like clearly an intimidating, yeah, you know, so strike, it's a strike making vehicle. It basically. is. It's yeah. a fucking Model T covered in metal sheeting. But it's the same thing, you know, in the in the, Appala- in the Appalachians, like Blair Mountain and all that shit. It's, yeah, yeah, fucking horse shit, man. Yeah. But well, at least the army is bad at their job too, because they just go straight through Piedmont and they don't even stop. Don't, they also don't get paid on time, so yeah, they're like, they're like, we feel you, bro. Bye. Take off. Oh, that's what you just take a ball peen hammer to that fucking dipshit's head and just take him the fuck out of the game. Well, like, well if it, I'm not gonna get any money from you, yeah, I might as well just. Fucking, I'm gonna make an ear necklace. Yeah, tur- or turn or you a into a the fucking necklace. turn you into the copy machine from fucking Office Space. Right. <laughs> so no real account of what actually happened exists because you can't take. Doc's side of the story. But at one point, the mob wired Dodge and said they wanted the money within 24 hours or else. I'm sure <laughs> sure Dodge was just like, go ahead. Go, yeah. they, got, they got a newspaper. Ooh, big threat. They got a, a video, shaky video camera with like a newspaper <laughs> next to He's like, rap, you know, his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us the money in three days or he gets it. But finally, director Sidney Dillon wired Ames for the money and Dodge seconded it. So finally, $253,000 were sent in time for Durant to make the ceremony. Jesus Christ, how fucking hard is that? But Apparently both, pretty hard. Fuck. But both Dodge and Ames thought it was a put-up job for Durant to pay one of his contractors. So basically, he might have just made all this up just to pay one of his friends. Oh, uh, that sucks. Because he's like, this is the only way I'm getting the money if... Take me I prefer. I prefer that. I prefer the workers fucking rose up, and yeah. rose up, and like put this guy, put the fear in him. Should have eaten him after they got their money. <laughs> <or> something. <laughs> Thanks for the cash, bro. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of food out here on the yeah. high plains. Uh, the CP's you know fancy train left May 6 with Stanford aboard with the Golden Spike because it was a good thing that he had it because Durant would have probably stolen it. it. Yep. <laughs> Good, my precious. <laughs> It weighed 18 ounces of gold, which was $350 in that day, or about 8000 of today's money. Yeah, but we can't afford to pay the fucking people that made the goddamn... They probably didn't even pay the asshole that... Who, wait, who drove this? No, just go on with the story. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm fucking... I'm heated right now, man. Uh, the CP gets there on the 7th and wondered where the hell the UP was. Probably held hostage. But actually flash floods in Weber Canyon and damaged a bridge. Good. Yeah, and, that was the one, I think, where... Uh, like, basically... It, damaged it enough where the engineer was like, I am not going across that with this engine. They end up like pushing the cars and then like had it uncoupled and pushed them and just let them coast across, right? I think that's the one. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because they had to have another engine come, they had to have the engine from the other side come pick them up. Oh. Yeah, no, this is the Mormons that didn't get paid that are like praying to Jesus to <laughs> fuck up with this railroad as hard as it possibly can. Dear Lord, destroy this <laughs> epic work of Satanic, <laughs> pedophile-ridden, <Yeah. laughs> fucking trained death. C- civic infrastructure that will be vital to the vital lifeblood to our nation. But it is cast into sin. It must be fucking cast asunder. Now I'm going to go fuck my 12-year-old wife yeah. through this sheet. <laughs> uh, so the CP is stuck at Promontory Point with nothing to do because there's no town. There's nothing there. Still nothing there. So they go ahead a little bit to Weber Canyon, but then go back and just kind of sit there in, in the rain for a day. <laughs> Sad Charlie Brown music. Yeah. <laughs> just say, I've, been, I've been there waiting for a train up here. Right. <laughs> hey, but, I see something orange. <laughs> Guess what it is? I spy with my little eye. Yeah. <laughs> 
But in Sacramento and San Francisco, they party away for like a couple of days straight. Uh, while they waited, it occurred to both Crocker and Dodge that they have, if they had built a siding at Promontory, they could claim terminal rights there and get paid extra. Mm. So Crocker uh, and gets his guys all geared up. They're like in the middle of a party, just He's wasted. Like, oh shit, we need to real quick build another thing. <laughs> He's just like doing, hitting nitrous. He's like, oh fuck, man. Well, you I just saw, had an idea. You've yeah. seen how they pound railroad spikes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I can do it. <laughs> so Crocker gets his guys all geared up and less. Left first thing in the morning. I'm picturing a Sam Raimi-esque, like, <laughs> tightening straps and groovy. Yep. But then Dodge had beaten them there when they get there Aww. and started, started working in the dark. So they beat Dodge with a hammer? Yep. <laughs> no, Dodge is, Dodge is our hero in this whole thing. I know, but to... I'm just saying, spy versus spy shit. Like... So May 10th, a group of workers of both railroads gathered, about 500 of them. Start singing, we are the world and join hands. Mm-hmm. That's right. But they expected 30,000 people to be there. Oh. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. They expect a lot of things in these days. Yeah, right. I've killed t- over 7 million Indians. And then the trains from both sides showed up with all their important officials. Ooh, so important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soldiers of the 21st Infantry were there on their way to San Fran, but little prep went into it. Uh, Huntington was in. Was that New a York. rapper at the time? Little prep. Little prep. Mm-hmm. What's up? Uh, Huntington was in New York at the time. Crocker and Hopkins were in California. The Ames brothers were in Boston. Brigham Young didn't show up either. He sent a bishop. Just a couple of governors and President Grant didn't even bother to go either. Which they um, was that Wild Wild West where they drive the Golden Spike? Oh fuck! There's I don't, some. I don't they, remember. Well, it's either that or Hell on Wheels where they make like Grant is there. It's one of these fucking I know, I know Grant's in... I've never yeah, seen Hell well, on Wheels. he gets kidnapped on fucking... Yeah. I know one of them, they have him driving the Golden Spike. Okay. And that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, then it's probably Wild Wild West. Like, Grant takes down the giant spider robot and then fucking hammers the Golden Spike. I guess, you know. <laughs> Why not? Uh, of course, a bunch of reporters were there. A telegraph wire was attached to the Golden Spike. Yep. Another to the sledgehammer. So when they would hit, a message would be sent. Oh. It was like all, it was pretty much like pre uh, pre dating a text or an email. You know, they had the message ready to go. So when it makes contact, when the hammer hits, it'll the just spike, get sent. Yeah, it's like pressing your space bar or whatever. Like, okay, there's something I didn't think about. So they sent telegraphs through the rail. No, oh, they took wires. They, you gotta have wires. Jesus Christ, you know how much voltage it would take. A to transmit a message through that much like steel and shit. I'm I'm fucking, and there's gaps. No, I am confused. They're so, running okay. telegraph lines the whole time. They're running that. Fucking, sure, but why does it send a message when he hits the fucking because the it's spike? Connect, it's a wire on the spike and a wire on the hammer. So dink contact. Oh oh, there's a wire on the spike. Okay, got a, it, got yeah. it, got it. I thought I thought I thought it was like hit the fucking rail. Now it's kind of connected for a second to the like the. No. I thought the telegraph was going through the rail. No, first of all, there's small gaps along the rail in a lot of cases. You right. it would never work, and that like is just. Think of the fucking raw power you need to. Yeah, you know. yeah. no, that's why I was like confused. And cool. plus, anytime like a buffalo or a human touched that track, they'd be cooked like Just a bug zapped, zapper. Yeah. <laughs> I because I know they sent uh, they sent some telegraph through uh, through like uh, range like barbed wire well, fences barbed wire, and shit. No, yeah. they use uh, for phones, telephones. Oh, that's what mm-hmm. it was. Okay, all right, that's where I my pick up radio signals if you're uh, if you're the goat nut doctor. Yep, yep. Shit, Jim's amp was picking up radio signals. He. Fucking his amp was picking up the AM radio while we had band yeah, practice the other well, day. Old Funhouse, it was always pick up yeah. uh, 
Cairo or Cairo whatever. News, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, some super serious like black metal band on there being all hyper like dun, we're dun, cool dun, and all of a sudden it's like next the water skiing squirrel so that golden spike is now at stanford university if you want to go steal it but of course dodge and durant and they stanford, took the spike out it was going to get taken out by somebody at some <laughs> point anyway yeah it's like getting a, a full-on gold tooth yeah so basically and then leaving it out in the middle of you know Finders Keepers land. Yeah. So Durant and Stanford argue for about an hour about who would hit what, who would do the first hit. <laughs> I'm going to hit that spike. Well, then I'm going to hit your fucking wife, bro. <laughs> yeah. Tap that shit. Uh, the CP said Stanford should do it because he the CP was started first. He is mightier. And he turned over the first dirt on the line. Stanford did anyway. Dodge said Durant should do it since the UP was longer. Well, I would say Dodge is more like Durant should do it, because otherwise I'll never hear the fucking end of it. Yep. Fuck that. They should have one of the fucking dudes that built the goddamn railway. I think, I think that's what they actually None mean. of these morons if I, if I know how to swing a fucking hammer anyway. Well, that's the thing. Oops! Like, oh, shit! $300 golden take, spike bent in half. Yeah, right. Or he, like, fucking takes out his own leg. Yep. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be rad. Watch How'd a rich you know? guy just, like, break his own fucking... Hobble him, himself shit. like Kathy Bates does to the dude <laughs> yeah, in misery. Totally. totally. It's close. Uh, just before noon, Durant and Stanford come to a decision. So a squad of Chinese carried a rail, and a squad of Irish carried the other for the other side. We are the world. The two trains we faced each other. Children. Fuck you. Fuck a preacher you. said a prayer. Yeah, they're still throwing dirt clods in <laughs> yeah, right. the each other. Uh, Stanford, uh, then Dodge gave a short speech. Stanford Stro- and Dodge still sounds like a buddy cop movie. It does, yeah. I like that. How short was the speech? Harumph! Harumph! <laughs> All right, put it in the ground. So Durant gets the first tap at the spike. Then, of course, Stanford did, but he actually missed. But the telegraph operator still sent out a click over the wire anyway. Yep. And what was the message? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it just said done. Done. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't say done, done, done? No. Dun, dun, dun. dun. (laughs) Bells were rung across the country. Uh, I bet. Even the Liberty Bell was rung in Philly. Some shit, wow. some shit is happening in the middle of nowhere, thousands of miles from here, <laughs> that we won't even be able to reap the benefits of for another year. Yeah, right. Uh, Chicago had a parade seven miles long. Great. And the two trains at Promontory. How many just, casualties? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> killed more Irish there. Than. Nineteen police horses set on fire. <laughs> Uh, so they the two trains go and touch. They make oh, kissy faces. Gently, gently, g- gingerly touch their tips. <laughs> like yep. One of the railway workers bring... in, a, in a bush, like whacking off. Like, oh, finally, yeah, oh yeah. Wait, no, three thousand miles, baby. Neil Breen kisses. Uh, no one wired Anna Judah, who is Theodore Judah's widow. If you remember him, he was. That oh, was his right. idea to get all this started. Yeah. She refused to see anybody that day. Fuck you. I could have been so fucking rich. So now instead of a half a year or nine months in a cost of $1,000, one could get to New York to San Francisco in a week for $150 first class. And almost mostly never die. And $70 for immigrant class. There was an immigrant class? Mm-hmm. It's a boxcar with some potatoes. So, okay, so if you're Native American, it's one thing. But if you're like from Europe, right? Yeah. That's what you're getting at, right? Well, depending on what coast you're coming from, you're going to be from Europe or you're going to be from Asia. But if you're from Asia, you're not allowed anyway. No, no, I mean, everyone's an immigrant. I know. Except for the Native Americans. I know, but, yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. I'm just saying, uh, How do you soon, after, that? soon after these <laughs> Chinese guys get done, there's a very heavy push to 
make them not be in the United oh, States anymore. I am well aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, the UP still had money problems. Finally, in September 1869, Brigham Young, still trying to get his money, a dirty, uh, made a deal with the UP to give him the leftover ties and spikes and whatever material at about a value of $600,000. Ah, gross. Leftover ties and spikes? Fuck. Mm-hmm. So the Mormons get started right away, and they had that rail line from Ogden to Salt Lake run within a few months. I was going to say, like, 45 minutes later. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're done. And, of course, the UP still had to build a bridge across the Missouri at Omaha. Mm, have fun with that <laughs> shit. It was finally finished in 1872, so now a continuous line from New York to Sacktown was had, and the big four were working on the line to San Francisco. Uh, September 4th, 1872, the New York Sun ran the headline, quote, The Queen, uh, King of Frauds, How the Credit Mobilier Bought Its Way Through Congress. And, of course, Congress held hearings that lasted six months. One of the main targets was Oaks Ames, because he was the congressman and uh, did give Credit Mobilier stock to other congressmen. I love that everybody's like, look, man, we know what you were doing. We yeah. just had to wait till the tra- railroad was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we can investigate. <laughs> You're going to still just get a slap on the fucking wrist. Of course, yeah. Yeah, let's investigate ourselves. Uh, Another guy investigated was James Garfield. Another was VP's uh, Skylar Colfax. Uh, That sounds like definitely somebody that wears an ascot and plays tennis. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if Colfax Avenue in uh, Denver is named after him. Could be. That's kind of the main thoroughfare there. Mm -hmm. People were pissed, but they also couldn't get enough of the story. After six months of that hearings... That doesn't sound familiar at yeah. all. No. This Kanye shit is terrible. Show me more. <laughs> After six months of hearings in Congress, it was established that Oaks Ames had used Credit Mobilier stock to, as payoffs, lied about it, and also that Credit Mobilier paid out huge dividends. The UP directors at the time had a hard time explaining where all the money went because they already kicked out to rent. <laughs> oh, uh, that money is... Uh, in heaven. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> So Oaks Ames, or Ames Oaks, or Oaks Ames, one or the other, and James Brooks, another uh, congressman, were censured. James Brooks, the producer of The Simpsons? Yep. Oh. Dr. Rent was luckily long gone. Two weeks after the Golden Spike was nailed, he was forced off uh, the board of directors. For Oaks Ames and Brooks, both died in 1873. Shame was given as a cause of death, though. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Died from shame. <laughs> Fucking, I want to see their tombstones. Old ghosts. Ghosts. Shame. <laughs> the CP was also investigated, but as I said, all the books had it conveniently burned in a fire. Ooh. It's a good thing we outlawed shame in America. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad it doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Ran out. It's extinct. <laughs> uh, both companies were accused of stretching out the lines, making loop-de-loops. Durant did try that at first, but 140-ish years later, the line really hadn't been that altered. Uh, The level of Salt Lake has dropped since then, so the line now runs underneath Promontory Mountains along the lakeway, along the shore of the the lake. The land grants caused controversy then and now, because you get every other section along the track. Land grant was President Grant's sister, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was correct that the railroads could sell that land in California and Nebraska for tons of money along... But in Wyoming, Nevada, and Utah, that land was basically useless. But it did have, they still got the mineral rights for it, too. So they made a lot of money out of that. Valuable jackalope hunting to be had Mm -hmm. from a train. Well, that's either extinct or near extinct. (laughs) So the Interior Department valued the lands given to the railroads in 1880 at $391 
million. The total investment of the railroads was $4 billion-ish. $4 billion in that day? Mm-hmm. Good fucking Lord. And the government got to sell the other sections of land that weren't the railroads uh, along the railroad uh, for towns and stuff like that and made huge monies, monies off of that. Monies. Monies. Got some monies. Monies. So the government actually makes up pretty well on this. Mm-hmm. And Weird. The bo- and the bonds repaid by the railroads in 1899, repaying that bonds of another $100 million in interest the government got from the railroads. But the railroads charged a lot at first and made their money. Uh, Charles Crocker built uh, other railroads in California and saw the merger of the CP in the Southern Pacific. He had that mansion in San Francisco built for $1.5 million, and it was the showcase of the city until the fire of 1906. Then the fire was the showcase. Yep. Mm-hmm. That caught the attention, lot of attention. attention of a lot of a people. A lot of yeah. attention. Really a showstopper, that fire. That's why I'm building a big fire in Seattle. <laughs> for, for, for promotion. It's been done Already before. <laughs> well, it's a memorial fire. It's a, it's a, do it every bi- year. a bicentennial. Yeah, right, yeah. Every, every 50 years. But he dies in 1888, probably from shame. Yeah. I think all these guys die from shame. Oh, dude, we need to cover that the song from fame. <laughs> I should have died a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Collis Huntington stayed in the railroad biz too. He lobbied against government regulation. Imagine that. Mm. He ran the CP and the Southern Pacific as a medieval king. <laughs> what? He's like eating grapes and hog legs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me. <laughs> Sorry. He also had the Chesapeake, Ohio Railroad and founded the town of Newport News, which is the worst name for a town Mm -hmm. ever. Yeah, it's awful. But basically, that was kind of the uh, sea terminus of the railroad coming down from Ohio through Virginia there. I think there's a big shipyard there or something. uh, It's also, like, it's really close to the, the, is it Naval Cat? No, it's like, it's where the Navy does all their shit. My uncle, uh, my uncle Mike was a Navy SEAL, and uh, oh. he, he lived in Newport News until he fucking died from a gotcha. car accident after he retired from the Navy. It was a hit, man, from the fucking government, because they didn't want him to retire. Globalist. Globalist, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. My little brother lived there for a while, too, and promptly got kicked out because he's a fucking little shithead. Got kicked out of the town? No, out like, of the out of my uncle's house. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like tarred and feathered and ran out on a rail by the, by right. the good townsfolk of Newport News. Yeah, the, the weird thing was like uh, my... Uh, my mom one day fucking uh, texted me, and she's like, "Dude, I, you know, dude, yeah." She's like eighty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she no, she like sent me a picture of uh, of my uncle Mike, and I was like, "Oh, cool, man, that's Uncle Mike." And he's like coming out of the water with a fucking what was he? What's he got? In oh, his he's head? got a on that one. I've seen that one. I think I think that one he has like an M4 t- or an M16 Commando. I don't right. think he has a uh, MP5. But. but he's got his fucking. Oh no, what he's got? He's got, a, he's got a no, he's got the hat. 16. I remember it's full length 16 with a uh, M203 grenade launcher. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like popping up out of the water, and there's like three other dudes like behind him, and uh, I'm like, holy shit, that's my uncle Mike. And I sent it to Bo, and he's like. Dude, I've I've seen that in like recruiting offices, and well, it's in my fucking HK and H and K book, uh, gun stores and surplus stores. Yeah. I know Gun City, which is no longer with us down in Bismarck, had that. Rest in peace, Gun City. Gun City, Gun City, <laughs> giant warehouse. Buy ninety nine guns, get the last one for just one penny. Yep. But yeah, uh, fucking Uncle Mike, Newport News. I've been there. I went there for his uh, funeral and shit. But. Uh, Stanford stayed in the railroad business too, but he also built all the vineyards in California. Helps get that started. Oh, man. The Fairlane ran out of gas there one time. I had to go knock on somebody's door and they wouldn't open the door. Napa Valley Wine Country. Wine Country. Yep. Road just and then this like little tiny pickup truck with like like two uh, uh, like Mexican immigrant workers like rolls up and I got my gas can and they're like, 
telling me there's no room in their truck because it's a tiny ass fucking like a Chevy Love like or something. Love, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, well, here's like 20 bucks and here's my gas can. Can you guys like? He's like, he's like, oh, the nearest town's like 20 miles away. And I was like, man, you can have the 20 bucks if you fill this one gallon or one and a half gallon tank and bring it back. He's like. Okay, man. And so he like takes off. So me and Mari just sitting there in my 1960 Fairlane on the side of the fucking road, uh, playing tic tac toe until we were like, hopefully these guys come back or we're fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an hour later, like come cruising back. They're like, here you go, man. Gave me the gas can and they tried to give me change and I was like, fuck no, keep it, man. Yeah. Like, Thank you, I appreciate it. And then that you was put, back when gas was like a dollar fifty. Yeah, and then you put a gallon, gallon gallon of gas in that said Fairlane, fired her up. Drove three hundred yards. And <laughs> <laughs> it actually had a two barrel carburetor on it, so it did. It didn't get super terrible gas mileage. What, what motor did that fucker? Two ninety two Y block. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's a. It's fi- a. I was picturing like a fucking four twenty nine weird shit. Or... Nope, nope. It was a old fifties motor. Well, it was a technically sixties motor, but it was a fifties motor. Yeah, my dad had a Fairlane too. All right, what year? I remember? can't remember. It was early sixties. Mine was a mine was a nineteen sixty. I bought it for eight hundred dollars. It was a three on the tree stick shift. And, uh, and that, four doors. And that fucking car. Uh, Mine didn't run. But. It got, dude. <laughs> it actually got like, mm, like eighteen, nineteen miles to the gallon. That's I like two. I two, I rebuilt and tuned the like two barrel carburetor on it and fucking it. It ran great. Uh, shit. What was I getting at? It doesn't matter. That's where we're it's a great at car. The house party. Me and my girlfriend at the time were down in your garage, sitting on the trunk and making out uh, at the poop tack. Having a rat and, runs and, out. Not a rat. Like <laughs> yeah. many. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That, that it's a cool car, but really hard to deal with in a city, especially the city of Seattle or San Francisco, for that fucking matter. Like anywhere where there's fucking hills, bad. I mean, it had or, a, or parking spots meant for modern cars. Yeah. Not oh, that's fucking, what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Aircraft carriers. So the 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 year before the '59, they had a completely different body style. It was way smaller. Um, sixty, sixty-one, sixty-two. I think those were the ones that were the biggest. Like in '60, it was like the biggest car that had ever been fucking manufactured, and so check it out. We built the biggest one, folks. It was technically like like width and length. Yeah. It was the size of a a, a, a semi truck at the yeah. time. Yeah. So buy, buy this, or else you're a pussy. Yeah. So the free the freeway rules at the time in 1960 were like you had or '59, you had to have extra lights and shit, running lights on the the sides of the car. Uh-huh. Um, to you know, show your presence or whatever while you're on the road, and so Ford fucking lobbied the government and got the rules changed so they could make that car because it was like Fuck. the biggest fucking car ever made at the time. <laughs> yeah, excellent. No seat belts, just no. one giant bench seat in the front and one in the back. So anytime we, anytime I took a turn, <clears throat> not even oh, yeah. lap, not oh. even lap belts. Anytime I took a turn. Uh, I'd have to like put my arm around Mari, or she would just go bam against the fucking like passenger door. It it happened a couple of times. She's tiny, so she just goes flying. But yeah, yeah, yeah that Ford Elite I had, I could lay oh, yeah. down in the back seat without touching either side. Yep, yep, yep. same. Yeah, same. That was a great camping car. Mm-hmm. Two full beds in that fucking thing. Yep. Yeah, you're fucking elite. He was very <laughs> fucking co- elite of nothing. Yeah, you coastal elite. <laughs> well, no, like, like he had that. Yeah, like you said, he had the elite, and then didn't oh no, you'd be the prairie elite. <sighs> well, well, how'd you end up having to drive the Chevette? Oh well, we we're going to the lake and. Uh, my dad's driving it and he's like distracted by something like my cousin drove by or something. So, <laughs> so, he, so he goes off the cattle guard and, and it oh. hits the wheel. So the wheels all crooked after that. Well, good job, Roger. So it happened to be the same 400 motor as our, our pickup okay. truck. So we just put the better motor in the pickup. Well, no, just kind of scavenge it for parts. Oh, I see. There. there you go. 
The and end. Uh, that's your tangent for today. We got Railroad. the car from Mr. Bonkers. He, he, he went, yeah, he went from a uh, giant uh, Ford Elite to a uh, uh, Chevette that had its own atmosphere inside. It was mostly water vapor and antifreeze, mm-hmm. like plants growing Fucking in the windows. Super yeah. So to get fresh air, you had to smoke cigarettes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like uh, that was like the 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 fucking uh, GL wagon I had that mm-hmm. uh, that super With a nice exhaust leak right underneath the cabin. Yep, mm-hmm. and and you'd think you could open the window and let the exhaust out. No, nope, just it just made in. it come in harder. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sleepy time car <laughs> trying to drive from Olympia to Seattle. Oh, and Ooh. the ignition was yanked out of it. So like uh, the the steer, I know I've told this fucking story before, but the steering wheel would lock. So you had to like Ooh. shove a fucking screwdriver through mm-hmm. the column and hold down on it so it wouldn't lock on you. But it's also a stick shift, so you got to reach over and like move the fucking shift wow. knob. And then like you know you're also like falling asleep, so you're like half drunk from a show you played in Olympia, coming back to Seattle, and you're just like, oh god, I'm fucking tired, man. <laughs> and they're like trying to hold down on a screwdriver, and then you like, oh shit, I got to shift into fifth gear, shift into fifth gear. The screwdriver falls out. The steering wheel goes click and you're like driving off the fucking freeway at 65 miles an hour like shit frantically like reaching for the screwdriver on the floor shove it back in pull it down okay we're not gonna die today and, and now you're awake for now you're 20, awake for a while 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, right. i never Safety. had a problem I'm, I'm used to carbon monoxide poisoning oh yeah no the, the best thing that ever happened to me was like being in a band with you because you would sit in the back seat and just be like drunk as fuck. It's like, hey man, you ever blah 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 blah. If you thought rants were crazy on this show, like <laughs> just listen to Bo when he's fucking wasted, like sitting in the back seat of your car. That will keep you awake for like the whole ride, the entire ride. Right on. Mm-hmm. Tangent. Uh, clear. <laughs> sure. So Stanford is a <laughs> asshole, but he has a, a ranch named Palo Alto. Ooh. Behold my ranch, Palo mm-hmm. Alto. And nice, fine r- racing horses. And, of course, he's senator for most of the time until he dies. And then he founds that university mostly out of – because they couldn't have kids, and they finally had a kid, and then he died at uh, age 616 from the flu. 6616? Yep. yep. So that's why we have Stanford University, because his wife kind of guilted him into actually <laughs> giving some money back. I've always wanted to name something. Yeah. Well, at least it's a university, not a, True. a fucking oil refinery or fucking – Or a conservative think tank. or Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopkins. Talking at you, fucking Prager, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you, Prager, you. Uh, Hopkins uh, has a big hotel in San Francisco named after him, or I think he owned it or something. Crocker is kind of unknown except for the spite fence. But his wife, Betty, was, had a successful cruise <laughs> maker. Uh, Collis Huntington gets a beach in the city named after him. Yep. Yeah, that's where Guttermouth's from. Oh. Uh, the Ames brothers are kind of unknown today. Though a monument to him was built at Sherman uh, Sherman Summit in Wyoming at, at 8,200 feet. But in the early 1900s, the line was moved. So I-80 runs a mile away from it, and a turnoff is marked, but no one visits it. Because nobody cares. It's, it's right it's by mission, Laramie. Mission accepted. <laughs> There's a turnoff like, hey, there used to be a railroad here. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> is it still mom, there? Mom, can we stop? <laughs> can we stop? Definitely still not there. <laughs> Go to Randall McDonald's grave. It's going to be like Seattle in like 2055. It's going to be like, here used to be the parking lot for the very first Starbucks. (laughs) What is it now? It's a Staples. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Glad it came to this. Starbucks will still be around. Well, I know, but probably not. The first Starbucks won't be around. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's in Pike Pike Place Market. Right, right. 
That was the joke. There was no parking lot yeah, for no, that, no parking that lot. place. Well, yeah. that whole road in front of it's a parking lot when right. idiot fucking tourists think it's an actual mm-hmm. road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Rant was forced out in 1869. And eaten by wolves, hopefully. He uh, immediately has bad health. Yes. Ha ha, fake doctor. Then he loses everything in the panic of 1873. Ha ha, fuck you. Now get herpes and AIDS and rabies. He tries to get iron and timber from the Adirondacks out on a railroad to Canada. The Adirondacks? Yeah. Yep. From a bunch of chairs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That oh, there's nails and there's <laughs> wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like fucking him and like the trailer park boys. It's yeah. like, yeah, we need liquor money. Yeah. <laughs> Take apart them chairs. <laughs> Bubbles, where's your crowbar? <laughs> oh, that's greasy. That's really fucking greasy. Yeah, it's greasy. Greasy. So he lives there until 1885, and he dies neither rich or famous like he wanted. All right. Infamous. That's even better than being famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grenville Dodge rightly got most of the credit. He builds 9,000 miles of railroads in the Southwest. Yes, with his own hands, all by himself. Yep. Then after that Spanish-American War, he builds railroads in Cuba. His surveys alone amounted to 60,000 miles. And those are the rails that uh, that uh, Teddy Roosevelt, that's when they like attached the wheels to the horses and used them to take the hill, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Charge any horses? Well, they had one horse. Yeah, um, they put wheels on it, and stuck it to the you know train tracks, and there you go. Little Texas, name is Little Texas. So cute, Little uh, Texas. That was his horse's name. Yeah, Little yeah, Texas. They, yeah, and there's a or was it Little band? Texas? It's just Little Texas. He's from New York. He's like, yeah, Little Texas. But it, the horse didn't go up the hill. They did that on foot. Oh, okay. You would have definitely been shot to shit by Maxim gun, German Maxim guns on a horse. I mean, you were getting shot to shit on foot, too, but mm-hmm. it's a good thing they outnumbered the Spanish, like, what, 10 to 1? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Have we done Spam Am yet? Nope. Not really. No. We probably should at some point. Nope. We did bits and pieces of As I'm wearing tangential. my recreated Rough Rider uniform, or modern Rough Rider garb. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, okay, I get it now. We, we got into the studio space, and uh, fucking uh, Will was like, oh, I was going to buy a Teddy Roosevelt uh, costume for Hall- or for Christmas, but... I think you already got figured out, but I got my khaki. I got my combat boots. I got my khaki five eleven pants. I've got my khaki suspenders with a dark navy blue five eleven tactical shirt. Your blue and white polka dot. Well, it's an actual national parks Rough Rider Teddy Roosevelt uh, bandana, mm-hmm. and then black tactical cap. They would have had brown campaign caps, but he's I, got his horse with train wheels on it parked out yep. front. Mm-hmm. Better than dressing up like Custer, I guess. Yes, way better. <laughs> <laughs> Although my hair is getting kind of Custerish. So, uh, he was the richest man in Iowa, Grenville Dodge, which is wow. not saying a lot. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I thought that was like Orville Redenbacher. Or yeah. <laughs> but uh, compared to the big four in California, he wasn't shit. Yeah. And he died in 1916, and of course, Fort Dodge in Dodge City is named after him. There you go. That's about all I got for the fucking railroad. God damn. So, just imagine the world, uh, because all those towns across the West are all laid out in a straight line. It would look a lot different if that didn't happen. For real, yeah, dude. It'd yeah. Look, a, probably a lot more like not a lot of towns still. I, I totally built the interstate. I suppose. But. I can't. I just can't fucking believe the the whole like. Uh, it's like if I wanted to start a, I don't know, like a like a auto sales, you know, used car sales lot or whatever, and I went around telling people like, "Hey, man, I want to I want to buy your car so I can sell it on my car lot. How much you want for it?" And they're like three hundred bucks. I'm like, "Cool, I'll pay you later." And then just like take the car, and did that to like. 
like 500 people yeah and then never paid any of them yeah and uh, then sold all that well, shit in the, in the modern era you'd have already been beaten a few times with a tire iron yeah exactly uh, like, yeah the problem what with, the fuck the problem, with, problem with that kind of graft is you gotta you know if you're gonna take those cars you gotta put them on the car lot somewhere they'll, they'll find you this he can just be like oh i don't know i'm traveling all around right right but i'm selling all these cars off of chicken barge they yeah. can't come they can't get me mm-hmm. unless they got a Ooh, fucking did, duck boat what, what, what was the new product from chicken barge uh oh birdemic <laughs> oh the birdemic bird sandwich yeah. yeah it's like every kind of bird yeah yeah, just, on one bun. It's just a dealer's choice. <laughs> Brendan, it could be whoop, or it's, could or it's, be could be whooping crane, could be parakeet. It, Does it explode in your stomach though? No, it's just, no. It's like the omakase. It's like uh, it's whatever whatever we got today. Yep. So yeah, today we got seagull, pelican. It's pretty pigeon. much you go around to like wind farms and walk around under the turbines <laughs> and whatever you can pick up. Ooh, red-tailed hawk and a woodpecker. Great. Yeah. All right. Fucking uh, yeah, Stellar J, excellent. Seagull. It's Stellar J. It's like it's like the new uh, McRib. Yeah. It's Stellar J season again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should eat those fucking bastards. Yeah. Should right. Cut down on the racket. Hmm. I, I told you that story of the uh, the deer eating the Stellar J. Well, that and the, <laughs> you know the gray jays up in the mountains. Oh, that, yeah. that are are pests. But uh, my one connection to John Oliver because when he wasn't didn't have his big tv show he just was on the daily show and he had a podcast you found he, him in the woods no he was he would always ask for interesting uh, uh birds like the middle finger birds oh gotcha yeah. so i took a picture at hurricane ridge snowshoeing of a, a gray jay on top of my middle finger exposed really and yeah. sent it to him no and fucking like, way this is the best picture ever this is america <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I yep. remember we're up at a, uh, by Obstruction Pass at one time. We're cooking fucking bacon. A little bastard lands oh, yeah. in our pan and flies away from me. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not shy. No. I had one. I was taking video of uh, of one, like, like right. Uh, he wasn't in the car. He was, like, on, uh, on the rear, on the mirror, the side mirror. And then another Gray Jay comes in. This is at Hurricane Ridge, too. It's him. So this bird is now in the car, (laughs) flying around. Body checks him into your car. Yeah, flying around. So he's on the passenger side. So I roll down the passenger door window. He immediately calms down, like this has happened before. (laughs) Waits till till the the window is all the way down, and then flies up. Oh, I thought it was like a setup, and they end up like carjacking you. Yeah, that's that's possible too. <laughs> so then I woke up in a fucking parking lot, Hurricane Ridge. My car was gone, <laughs> and I had peck marks all around my kidneys. <laughs> I was probably raped, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, those little bird dicks—you never yeah. feel it. Yeah, cloacas. Oh, mm, cloaca, new from <laughs> cloaca salad. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks for listening <laughs> to the in. Inter intercontinental. My brain wants to say incontinent so bad. Incontinent rail, the <laughs> shitty rail. Well, then intercontinental. That'd be another impressive feat. Oh yeah, intercontinental and continent Chinese railroad. workers made over three thousand miles of track across the Pacific, and then the train shit itself. Yeah. Uh, transcontinental. <laughs> transcontinental railroad. There we go. Hey. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> we'll have to take a Trans Am across it. Yeah. There you go. Oh God, I love I love the holiday season. Yeah. I don't know. I'm taking it pretty easy. I'm not even quite finished with this topo. Well, I'm mostly because I ate all that garbage before. I'm two white claw surges in, and I think we got another episode to record. So oh, shit. maybe the next one's going to be fucking interesting. But until then, we're going to go out in a hail. Oh, oh shit! Uh, no, not shit. Claw fire. Mm. Mm. Uh, 
snow shelter fire. Oh, yeah. That works. Shelter your snow, folks. If it's cold in there, it's cold outside. Uh, it's a little like known that. fact that snow is one of the most flammable substances <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> Fuck you, Mile City. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye.